Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Logan's Devotions. It's great to be together. Wonderful to open up God's Word for another day and see what he has to say. We're turning through to Luke chapter 8 again, picking up at verse 40. But before I read our passage, as always, let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray that as we turn to your word, you would minister to our hearts. That we might know the glory of what you declare about our Saviour and our Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him. For they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for twelve years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any more. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the father and mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once, and he directed that something should be given her to eat, and her parents were amazed. But he charged them to tell no one what had happened. Well, I said to you, yesterday, or in the last devotion at least, that John writes in 1 John 3 verse 8 that the reason the Son of Man appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. And that was what we saw in the previous section as Jesus went forth and dealt with this demon-possessed man, or I should say the spirits, and before that as he calmed the storm, you see, 
What's going on as the gospel narrative plays out, as we see and behold Christ, is that Luke is showing us not just that Jesus is God, not just that Jesus is the Savior, though he is, but that Jesus has the power and authority to destroy the works of the devil and to set free those who are in bondage. We remember those words from early on in Luke where Jesus took up the scroll of Isaiah the prophet and read the words of Isaiah where it says that the year of the Lord is upon me, the favor of the Lord is upon me to declare captives free, to set them free, to bring liberty. And, and that's what we're seeing in this chapter, aren't we? And in this section we've read, we see two incredible stories of faith beyond odds, but most importantly, the power of Christ to set free from oppression those who have suffered and are suffering so heinously under the power of the devil. First, we're introduced to Jairus, who comes with a sick daughter, and we'll come back to him. But that's the setting whereby we're introduced to this old lady. She doesn't have a name. We don't know who she is. She's just an old woman. Actually, we're just told she's a woman. There's many people, we're told, in verse 40. The crowd welcomed him. They were all waiting for him. We're told that they're all pressing around him in verse 42. And then we're introduced to this woman who had spent everything she had trying to find healing for 12 years. 12 years is a long time. If you've dealt with a serious illness, you know far better than me the pain of 12 years of agony, of disappointment, of going to doctors and finding no help, of trying treatments, but to no avail. The pain, the sorrow, the grief, all mixed up together in the reality of every morning waking up to another day of pain. And that was that was the story of this woman. She was now bankrupt, for lack of a better word. She had nothing left to give. She had exhausted everything. And what is the sad outcome? She could not be healed by anyone. The devil had laid his shackles upon her, had bound her up with this disease, and had caused her to live in a state of misery. And so she would stay, were it not for our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what Luke wants Theophilus and us to see. That even in the face of the most horrendous odds, there is hope in our blessed Saviour. And so Jesus Christ is walking along one day and, and this poor woman thinks and hopes beyond all hope that maybe this one is the one who can set her free from the tyranny of the devil. She comes and she touches him. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. 
and immediately her discharge of blood ceased, she would have felt it immediately. She would have known immediately that she had made, been made whole. And Jesus asks that question, who touched me? For I felt power go out from me. The disciples, Peter, are a bit lost. There's people everywhere. Understandably, they're looking around the place. They're like, Jesus, come on. There's just this huge crowd of people. How can you ask that question? That's an obscene question to ask. But Jesus knows the power has gone out. In fact, Jesus would have known who it was. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. He was drawing this woman out to make a public confession of what he had done and what had happened to her. And so she comes trembling and declares in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been made immediately healed. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Faith against all odds, right? Against this terrible sickness. And it's a picture of the fact that the, the sickness that binds us in our sorrow and pain, Jesus can and will remove that, that he will undo all of the works of the devil. We may not see it this life like this woman did, but it is a picture that a day is coming when one day Jesus will wipe away that tear. That one day Jesus will take away the unwellness, the sickness, the diseases that so plague us in this world. That a day will come where there will be no more sickness. And this, this type that we see here is a type for the life to come. And we can say, come Lord Jesus, can't we? But then we're summoned back to Jairus again. Jesus is now confronted with Jairus by someone from the ruler's house who says, your daughter is dead. Don't bother anymore. I mean, sick, sure. Demon-possessed, sure. Storm, sure. But death, there's no hope in death. People often say, there's hope while I draw breath. But with Jesus, there's hope even when we don't draw breath. And so Jesus says, don't fear, believe. She will be well. Have faith and she will be well. Believe beyond hope. Believe beyond death itself. And lo and behold, Jesus arrives and Peter, John and James come in with him and everyone's mourning. There's a ruckus and, and they ridicule Jesus when he says she's only sick. They're, they're like the three soils that bear no fruit. But Jesus takes the little girl by the hand and says, child, arise. It's interesting, isn't it? It says, taking her by the hand, he called he doesn't just say, he calls. Why? Because he calls her back from eternity. He calls her back from the dead. She wasn't there. Her body was, but she wasn't. But he called her back. From beside her heavenly father's side, Jesus summoned her back to life again. And she listened, didn't she? She got up and came. And the parents were amazed. Oh, I'd be amazed too. But this is the power of Christ received by faith. It destroys the work of the devil 
Yes, even the power of death, as Hebrews 2, 14 to 15 tells us, that we live in the fear of death. We live in the power of death, which is of the devil. But Jesus Christ came to abolish death, the writer tells us. And Luke shows it so marvelously in this section, doesn't he? This is the work of Christ, to set captives free. And yes, in the Gospels, he does it there and then. as a picture for us to find faith in and hope in, that we might hope beyond hope, that there is life after death, there is wellness after sickness, that though we die, yet we shall live. All praise to our blessed Saviour. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this glorious hope we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, by faith, to hope beyond hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.